Dissonance Media and the Other Stories presents Step into the abyss of After the Gloaming, a gothic fiction podcast that delves into the depths of human emotion. Unyielding love, revenge, internal struggles, and restless souls await you in nine haunting episodes where dread, fear, and rare glimpses of eerie happiness linger. Dare to listen on your favourite podcatcher? After the gloaming beckons, search now, but beware, innocence will be left behind. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. These aren't the stories your mother told you. no. These are the other stories. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have breaking news. Lock your doors, bolt your windows, a maniac is on the loose. And he has cozied up behind a podcast microphone to bring you the Maniac on the Loose Scary Stories podcast. Brace yourself for some twisted tales of terror. The Maniac on the Loose Scary Stories podcast is available on all major podcast platforms and on YouTube. Please listen, subscribe and share. And check it out at www.maniacontheloose.com Warning, listening to the Maniac on the Loose Scary Stories podcast may result in you having to sleep with the lights on. We at the Hawk and Cleaver Towers are very happy to say the volume 74 of the other stories is sponsored by the maniac on the loose scary stories podcast and we approve of maniacs their looseness and of their scary stories by the way it's me again your host luke condor that's condor spelt with a k by the way follow me on instagram or twitter at at luke of condor that would be very much appreciated then it says here wink at the microphone tell me if you heard that So today we have to say goodbye to Volume 73, Video Games. Unfortunately, we were very happy with video games, but my mum just kicked the door down and told me that we can't do any more video game stories. She says the theme is done. It's dead and bleeding on the bedroom floor, and it's a nice day out. 
Why not pop out and play a bit of football, she said. Get some sunlight and some fresh air. Well, Mum, guess what? I will go outside. I will find some fresh air. I will also find a load of cults to join. And each of these cults will have a cult leader shouting spooky stories through a traffic cone. And me, us, the many cult followers will gather, listen and drink the poisoned Ribena. What I'm trying to say in a roundabout way is welcome to volume 74 of The Other Stories. Cults, part two. Let me tell you, we've got stories of ghostly nuns, man-eating demons, and cult movies gone bad, and more. On storytelling duties, we have Thomas Teller, Chris Lilienthal, Brendan Vedito, Mark Taus, and JT Seat. A couple of newcomers there, quite excited to, to get them on the podcast feed. And on narration duties, we have James Barnett, a.k.a. Jimmy Horace himself, Jasmine Arch, Grant Patrizio, and Justin Fife, who, in a review, someone called... The Boss Man. I like that. Justin Fife, a.k.a. The Boss Man. And of course, our amazing audio editors, Carl Hughes and Duncan Muggleton. Over on our incredible super-powered Patreon account, we have some amazing new patrons with gobsmacking, jaw-dropping, um, sock-tightening superpowers. Taste a rainbow, smell the dream. We have Kathy Robinson, a.k.a. Dudley Blonde, she can never die, similar to Bulletproof. However, she uses her immortality more like it's a weapon, more like it's a rocket. She skydives right out of planes and into bad guys' heads. Usually takes a few goes to get that right, but when it does, it's pretty bloody. We have Haley or Lucy. They go by two names. She has detachable rocket fists. She could punch a man on the moon if she wanted to. And she did and in fact gave Neil Armstrong a five-finger rocket salad moments after he gave his famous One Giant Leap speech. Tim Williams can secrete butter from his fingertips whenever he's in need of butter for his sandwiches. On top of that, it's the most delicious butter you'll ever taste. Finally, Troy Birch, who is able to do two voices at the same time, and I know I, you know, joke around a lot, but I'm not kidding... Troy can actually do two voices at the same time. He posted a video on on Facebook. It was insane. Two voices at the same time. Troy knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, thank you very much for becoming patrons. You will get access to monthly exclusive episodes, regular ad-free episodes a week early, along with free ebooks and comics. And, oh yeah, this month's Patreon exclusive episode is Last Mouse on the Left, written by JT Shields and narrated by Justin Fife. Being a drifter is difficult enough, but when a gang of game-playing kids decide murder is the answer, survival is pushed to the next level. So if you want to listen to that episode, you can listen to it a few ways, actually. You can even become a patron and get all the extra extra gubbins and bonuses. Or if you listen to us through Apple Podcasts, you can uh, do the premium subscription model, and the episodes will, will land there as well. So last week, we finished our getting started writing short horror stories mini course and it was kind of amazing myself and horror fiction writer Daniel Wilcox had an amazing group of 10 writers and every single one of the group came up with ideas they wrote their first drafts, edited them they went above and beyond and critiqued each other's work helped each other on, it was amazing, honestly me and Daniel were blown away so much so that we've decided to open up for another course 
much, much sooner than we initially intended. So let me ask you something. Have you always dreamed of writing short and scary fiction but have never known where to start? Or you're the kind of person who has a million rough drafts sitting on their hard drives with no endings? Or you're always off in your own world, doodling monsters in your mind's eye, wondering how to get those creatures out from your brain and onto the page? Well, uh, getting started writing short horror stories could be the way to go. It's a seven day course. The next one we're doing is on the 3rd of May to the 8th of May. And one of our most recent students, Katie Tate, gave us this amazing testimonial. In seven horror-filled days, Luke and Dan dragged back my muse and taught me new rituals to renew my mojo. Within that week, I produced a new terrifying tale that will disturb the mind, plus a bonus of several backup ideas and tools that will help me infect the world with darkness for years to come. That's, that's beautiful. That's lovely. That's very sweet. And if that sounds like something you might be interested in, um, if you want to get started writing, then I think I think you will get a lot out of it. So head over to theotherstories.net forward slash courses and grab a spot today. There are only 10 spots. We like to keep the classes quite small so we can give a lot of our energy and time to you, the writer. Speaking of writing, we're open for submissions. We're looking for stories under the themes of mirrors, crime, haunting, octopuses, aging, and fairies. If they sound like themes you'd like to submit to, head over to theotherstories.net forward slash submissions for more information. Lastly, in today's magazine, Joshua Boucher, the man with the nuclear codes, who also runs our Facebook group, put on another of his famous flash fiction competitions and asked people in the group to twist cute, cuddly children's stories and turn them into the stuff of nightmares. The winner, as voted for by the group, was... Winnie the Pooh and the Step to Far by Kyle J. Shepard. Well done, Kyle. Everyone go check out Kyle's website, kylejshepard.com. Uh, Kyle, I believe you shall be receiving a book in the post along with a nighttime visit from Kez. So um, lock your doors and windows, please. Warning. If you don't want your childhood ruined, then step away now. This very short story contains some characters that you may know doing some things that they should not be doing. If you're feeling prepared and you've made sure there are no children hiding in your headphones, then feel free to proceed. Winnie the Pooh and A Step to Far Written by Kyle J. Shepard and narrated by Erica Ventura There was always this place, this far place, past the floody place, where there was a tree with a step on it, and carved on that step were the words, too far. Pooh said that he bets the honey there is extra sweet. He didn't know how he knew that, but he knew that he didn't know it, and that seemed good enough reason to try. Pooh went to that far place where the honey would be sweeter. He saw that tree, climbed it, and found that the hole was perfectly made for him. He fell right in and was enveloped in golden honey. He splashed in it, and he let it run freely down his throat. He could see worms and mosquitoes mixed in it, but that was no bother. Down, down into his tummy, it all went until he was fuller than the tree itself. 
Pooh could hear the thick honey gumming up his insides as he walked. More of a waddle, really. And yet, he was still hungry. Pooh went to his thoughtful spot. Think, 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 he said, poking his head. Then, Gopher popped up from his hole in the ground. Say, Pooh, what you doing? Hmm, thinking. Pooh opened his mouth wide, then wider. He reached his hand down into his mouth and felt the honey, warm and gooey, and he wanted more. What you thinking about? asked Gopher. Oh, eating. Then he picked up Gopher and dropped him in his mouth. Pooh went to see his pal Tigger next. He just had to tell him about his new honey tree. Though he wasn't moving very fast now. He felt too big, but he still wanted more. Oh, bother, he said. Tigger was in his home, and Pooh could hear him bouncing around. <laughs> Say, in there, Tigger, called Pooh, and then he wondered why he said that. Hey there, Pooh, said Tigger, emerging from his home. What a splendiferous day! But Pooh, being still hungry, grabbed Tigger by his springy tail and began to chew. Tigger roared, but he couldn't bounce away. Owl perched in his tree home as Pooh landed loudly. Shay, that was ridiculous. <laughs> Why, if it isn't Pooh Bear, how are you on this stupendous day? Hungry, growled Pooh as he leapt up to the top of the tree. He landed with a thump on Owl's branch, causing Owl to fall. But Owl unfurled his wings and took flight rather hastily, leaving feathers in his wake. He looked back. Pooh was nowhere to be seen. The sky darkened above him, and the Owl looked up. Pooh descended from the sky with his mouth wide open. Christopher Robin was key, thought Pooh as he glided over the hundred-acre wood on fresh wings. With Christopher gone, Pooh would be free to leave this dreary place. And with Christopher consumed, Pooh would be sly and tricky like all humans are. And he smiled a wicked grin that dribbled honey the color of blood. <laughs>